0: Hello everyone and good morning. (laughs) Thanks for joining us again. I am one of your hosts booked with Emily or just um, my brain is not functioning yet. Yeah, I can tell
1: because you said I'm one of your hosts and that we've never ever said that before. But okay, I'm your other host (laughs) (laughs) by Jess or just Jess. And today it is 9am, 914am and... We're not ready for this. We're not well. We're not, yeah, for a couple reasons. Like, we're not, Emily stayed up too late reading a book that we promised each other we would buddy read together, but she just <laughs> decided that she was just going to read it on her own, which,
0: it's fine. I'm not mad about it. I'm no, she's actually, mad about it. she's actually <laughs> mad about it. I forgot we were supposed to buddy read this, in all honesty. It was just like a spur of the moment, Kindle Unlimited read. And so this morning we got on and I was like, dude, I'm so tired. I went to bed at 4 a.m. And she's like, why? What were you reading? And I'm like, balance, balance by lucia franco and she was like "Ah, oh, i'm pissed I'm pissed. And I like, <laughs> I'm pissed
1: and she was like i can't keep track of what we're supposed to buddy read anymore and i said emily we have a whole last note in our iphone that we share um and balance is in there and we also bought copies of balance at a polycon together
0: for i apologize like <laughs> yeah that was hmm <laughs> yeah
1: i wonder how much they are on amazon no no, no they're expensive i think because they're so i think they're they're so big that's why they're
0: expensive like just it's a long book i've heard i do support amazon <laughs> i support yeah. their prices um that's true yeah 20 But anyways yeah,
1: yeah we're here okay. And we're ready barely. to jump in. Yeah, we're barely here. We're both exhausted. We literally woke up this morning, texted each other photos of ourselves, and then I was like, I don't want to do this. And she was like, I'm so fucking tired. And I was like, should we not? <laughs> and then she was like, No, we probably should. So here we're here. This is it. You're
0: welcome. We You're we welcome, don't guys. We have a
1: ton to say about this book. If you're if you're wondering, we're reading or we buddy read Every Last Secret by A.R. Tor. And I thought this is, i thought we were
0: reading "We Were Liars." No, by no. E. Lockhart. Did you just read the wrong book? By asking <laughs> what, do you say? No, I read—I read the right book, but
1: I was like, "Oh, I have a copy of this. I can take a picture for my review." I don't have a copy of this. I
0: was thinking of—you're not going to review it anyway, so it's not a big deal. Yeah, I don't think um, so. Anyway, but we'll get into that. Yeah, before we, we talk about that. that we put on our uh FWB Instagram last night, Ask Me Anything box, and normally we don't get that many questions, I'll be honest with you guys, I don't know if you're just not that interested in us, but we got a good bit of questions, so... Instead of playing a BuzzFeed quiz, we are going to go through and answer some of these questions because there are some good ones on here and some other really inappropriate ones that someone asked that I will never answer. And that person would be Jess. So (laughs) (laughs) I mean, you have no proof that it was me. So that's true. It just came from our own podcast page. (laughs) Could have been you. (laughs) Could have been you. <laughs> All right, let's go through and pick. A, should we say who asked or no? Maybe not. Yeah, no, we don't have to.
1: We didn't uh, tell people that we would, so I want to respect their
0: privacy. That is very fair. Uh, okay, okay. You go, go ahead, first. You oh, okay. Oh. I go first. No, 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 no. I'm going to go no, first. No, no, no. You go first. No, no,
1: no. All right, do you want to? Podcaster related one or a regular? It doesn't matter. One. You go ahead, you pick. Okay, well, that was gonna help you Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Any tips for getting out of a reading slump? <clears throat> I've started like 20 books and nothing sticks. I think this is a great question, actually. That's why I picked it first.
0: Yeah, I think this is really common. I honestly don't know if I have a lot of tips when I'm personally in a reading slump. I'll either just not read. I'll watch TV. Like I don't force myself to read or sometimes I'll just start a new book, maybe a completely different genre. So if I'm trying romance and nothing is sticking, maybe I'll try a thriller or a fantasy. But my biggest advice, don't force it. You know, if, if nothing's sticking, yeah. just kind of take a break from reading maybe.
1: Yeah, I agree with Emily. I think sometimes if you're like forcing yourself i'm gonna try this i'm gonna try this and it gets more frustrating for you and then you start associating those frustrated thoughts with the books and it just is like an all-around bad experience so yeah. i would say to try a different genre i think usually like a fast-paced thriller can get me out of a reading slump or just taking some time away from reading i also think you may be like me if you're starting 20 books um and none of them are sticking and that you just really struggle with the beginning of books that's why I always am reading so many books because honestly like the first 75 pages 75 to 100 pages of a book I'm kind of just like not super invested and I'm kind of like I don't know it's just hard for me to get into a book but then once I do I will like commit but that's why I read so many at one time so maybe that could be it too like try like reading a couple books at a time and bouncing around. Um, But really, I don't think anyone's figured
0: out how to get out of a reading slump. But those would be our best tips. Yeah. And I think those were really good tips. Proud of us. Yeah. We're amazing. My, My question, well, it's not my question, but someone asked this. If you start a book in Feb and finish it in March, do you count it as a book you read in Feb or March? Hmm
1: that's an easy one for me. I count it whenever I finish the book. So if I start it on February 28th and I finish it on March 1st, it'll count towards my March books.
0: Yeah, same here. Whenever I finish the book is when I count it read. And I guess I don't really, I'm not too particular with updating my dates read in Goodreads, but I do have reading trackers on my bookstagram. And that's why I kind of pay attention to the months I read it because I do keep track of like I, I make those trackers and put the books yeah. I read. But on Goodreads, I'm not too particular. I just it read. Sometimes I'll put the dates, other times I don't.
1: Yeah, if you read on Kindle, you can link your Kindle with your Goodreads account. And sometimes it's a little glitchy, but most of yeah. the time it'll sync and it'll go, it'll like auto-populate the time you started the book and when you finished it for you. So you don't have to worry about it. But yeah, I, I would count it as Whatever month you finished it in. Same. But okay, if you're you trying to like meet Never like mind. a monthly, sorry, <laughs> if you're trying to meet like a monthly reading goal and it's like a day or two after the month end, I mean, I'm not going to tell anybody that you said you read it in February. I'm going
0: to tell everyone that's cheating. And that's why I'm the favorite <laughs> <laughs> If you could see her face, she's like, mm-hmm, okay, great. <laughs> <laughs> Okay. How long
1: does it usually take you to read a book?
0: That just varies, honestly. I I do tend to read books rather quickly. Like I never have like a current read for months at a time by any means at that point, I don't even consider it a current read. I can I consider that as like a not right now, like I actually just gave up on yeah. that book. So, I would say anywhere from like 1 to 3 days. Probably just depending how engrossed I am in the story, but I think that goes back. I'm also a really big mood reader, so if I'm reading a book, it's because I'm in the mood to read it, and so I want to read it. And so, yeah, I'd say one to three days, just depending on the size of it, how much time I have.
1: Yeah, totally agree. I think there's a lot of factors that go into it. I'd say, on average, a lot of the books that I read, like the small town romances that are like 325 pages. I can typically read those in a day, and it'll probably take me maybe like four and a half to five hours to read it. But I have undiagnosed ADD (laughs) that I've self-diagnosed myself with.
0: This is news to me. Okay, yeah,
1: welcome. (laughs) I like really struggle to pay attention, and my mind goes a mile a minute. So I definitely, I don't think I've ever literally just sat and read a book cover to cover yeah i definitely have have to take breaks yeah i've never done that i've read a book in a day but i
0: have to do other things that's fair that makes sense also too i think it helps that jess and i really don't have lives outside of oh yeah reading and also just like us talking to each other and so i think if you're more social it might take you a little longer i just prefer to sit home and read and be a homebody. And that really helps my, my reading progress, so.
1: No, for sure. I was working on a guide for my page about like <clears throat> how to read more. And I literally added like a disclaimer, and I was literally like, I don't have a life. Like, I don't have kids. I don't like to leave my house. So, like, take this with a grain of salt.
0: But um, we are actually really fun people, though, guys. Okay. Like, you could be a homebody and still be fun. So, yeah, to each their
1: own. Whatever. Yeah. Okay. So, this is a great question, I think, from Caitlin. Oh, I don't think I was supposed to say it, but we love Caitlin. Book Club with Caitlin, and I feel like she would like us to say her
0: name. So. Yeah, I love Caitlin.
1: Um, she asked, can you have your husbands blind react to book sex scenes or have them be a guest and make them read a steamy scene and get their thoughts? So, Caitlin, the thing about our husbands is that they're pretty fucking awkward, and they are <laughs> also like... <laughs>
0: They're they also, also don't talk.
1: Like, <laughs> they don't talk. That's what I was gonna say. They don't talk and they're pretty emotionless. So we've done this before where we're like, ha ha, ha like listen to this or read this and you read it to them and they're just like, huh, okay. Yeah. Or so Tim the will literally, would be boring.
0: It would be so boring. We would actually have to make it a video, and even then it would be very underwhelming because they show no <laughs> facial emotions. Literally, like sometimes, like I'll be reading my book and I'm like, oh my god, like listen to this. And like he'll just look at me and then even sometimes he'll be like, Honestly, I, I just feel awkward. Like just stop. Right. <laughs> like, literally. Okay. But they Devin and Jess, oh, this is gonna air after. You guys are here, right? Mm-hmm. So they're coming over this weekend, which will be in the past when you listen to this. But maybe we will <laughs> do go live and do something like that if we get a few drinks yeah. in us. So if we don't do it, I'm sorry.
1: I made my um, husband read a passage. I actually made him read a couple pages in Priest. <laughs> and he just, like, turned it into a joke. But, like, it wasn't funny for anybody else. It was like... <laughs> It was, like, him coping with how awkward he felt, so he was, like, doing, like, weird accents and stuff, but that was, like, an internal thing for him. Like, he wasn't intentionally trying to be funny. He just felt weird saying cock, and so he was
0: saying it like a Bostonite. Cock. (laughs) Cock. (laughs) Cock. Okay. So, this is not bookstore-related, but someone asked, what are your jobs? Ooh. Ooh, that's a good question.
1: I'm not going to tell you because I'm afraid someone will send this to my employer and
0: yes. <laughs> I will get fired. <laughs> Jess, Jess literally is afraid of identity theft or any type of person knowing anything about her which i don't think she's that great at guarding herself like personally um i will tell you my job (laughs) fire no i'm just kidding please don't fire me uh but i work in internal audit no i won't tell you where but my degree is in forensic accounting and i've worked at public accounting firms i don't work in public accounting anymore but now i work internal audit for a private company
1: okay that was easy i could say that okay i okay (laughs) So here's the thing is that I never know how to describe what I do because most people don't know. Like if I tell someone off the street, they're just like, what the fuck is that? It took Um, me a long
0: time to understand what you do. Yeah.
1: I just say I work in marketing, but really I do employer branding, which is like not recruiting, but it's essentially marketing the company as a workplace and getting people to work for us. So that's what I do. But my background is in like branded marketing. So That's why I have such a good brand, if you're ever wondering. (laughs) And and if it wasn't clear, that was a joke.
0: (laughs) (laughs) No, but she really does. I think that you can tell by the stuff that she posts and how good she is with, like, all of her posts and stuff. Like, she comes from a marketing background. Like, you know what I mean? I just feel like it goes hand in hand. But (laughs) you're welcome. Oh, it's your turn. Go ahead. Okay. I... uh... I think
1: this is a great one. I'm nerves. Which one? Fuck Mary Kill. There's two of these. Fuck Mary Kill, Taylor Jenkins Reid. Mm. Colleen Hoover, and Sarah J. Moss.
0: You're gonna be mad at me. You're gonna kill TJR. Yeah, I'm going to kill TJR because as much as I love TJR, she doesn't write quick enough for me. She doesn't mm. like she doesn't produce enough books for me. Um I would probably marry Sarah J. Mass because she is so fucking fascinating to me. I just want to spend so much time with her. And you're probably thinking, well, she doesn't produce books that fast either. No, but she created a whole freaking world that I just want to immerse myself in. And then I would probably fuck Colleen Hoover because her books are so quick and easy. So that just goes hand in hand with, like, fucking her, I guess.
1: Right. So that's Um, what I would
0: do okay i would for sure
1: marry tjr i mean is that shocking no No. i think that was not a good reason to kill her because i think all of those people release books on a very similar schedule
0: i just needed a reason jess i just yeah that wasn't a good one so (laughs) okay (laughs) but she she really doesn't come out with books that quick really but she is giving us a show she's giving us a show
1: same as Colleen Hoover, though, because Colleen, like, you just read all of her old books. I feel like that's why you think she came out with books quick. But realistically, that's true.
0: That's other true. than it starts
1: with us, binders of him.
0: Heartbones, Layla, yeah, Verity. Come they, out? they all came out after I started reading. No. I swear, swear it. I I remember staying up waiting for them to be released. Oh, I didn't know that. focus on your fuck
1: marriage she's not releasing any more books okay i would marry tjr just because obviously it's tjr and i think she's a genius um she probably wouldn't talk to me during the marriage but that's okay because i would have (laughs) arcs of her books so um i would fuck sarah j moss just because i think she could fuck just based Mm. on how she writes um and uh, colleen's gotta go i'm sorry
0: i'm not really surprised at either of our answers honestly yeah and I respect I, your so answer.
1: I was thinking about this and I really struggle. I was doing a post for Bookstagram about my favorite authors. And I was like, should I put Colleen Hoover on this? And I really struggled with like, I don't know. Like, will I read anything that she writes at this point? Like, if she does a new release, like, I'm going to read it. But would yeah. I consider her my favorite author?
0: I don't know. So I knew that you were working on this post solely because I was going to do a similar post. But I was like, I'll wait till Jess posts hers because it was hard to her. And I was thinking to myself, I was like, I truly couldn't tell you who Jess is going to put on there. Like, I know TJR, but I was thinking like Colleen Hoover because I was like, I know she'll read her books, but I know she's not like obsessed with her. So I am really mm-hmm. excited and antsy. And I was thinking the same for me. Like, who are my true like auto buy, no questions ask authors? You know what I mean? Like, I was yeah. thinking about it. It's hard. It's getting off topic I
1: genuinely think like if I ever read one book of an author like they will become an auto by author for me (laughs) so as (laughs) long as I like the book if I read one book and I like it like they're an auto by author so I really am struggling to like differentiate like who are my actual favorites and I've really liked all of the Colleen most of the Colleen Hoover books that I've read but I'm like when I think about my favorite authors like do I think Colleen Hoover yeah no that's fair but I'm like why don't I though
0: yeah, I don't know. I this don't is... Know. T-
1: we're tangent- tangenting. Classic. Okay. Classic. Wait, let's do the other Fuck, Mary Kill. Wait, let's do this that This will be easier. Okay,
0: go ahead. Go ahead.
1: Okay. Fuck. Oh, wait. You don't want to do it?
0: Yeah. So, actually, this is Lindsay from the Brunette Biblio, and she messaged me, and she was like, enjoy the questions I asked, because she knows that one's about Zodiac Academy, and we'll get to that one, and then the other one is about Magnolia Parks, and that's what we're going to okay. do now, but... Fuck, Mary, kill, BJ, Christian, and Julian. There is a wrong answer, she wrote.
1: <laughs> okay, I think there's an obvious answer, and I think people might be bad at me, but...
0: <clears throat> kill, BJ, marry, Julian,
1: fuck, Christian.
0: Oh my god, I'm scared, Jeff. I'm sick. I can't answer this. I can't do it.
1: I think that's the obvious answer. I mean, to be a fucking ganglord queen... Also, like, BJ is Magnolia, so, like, that's irrelevant to me. He can die. I don't need him. And Christian fucks like a porn star, we know from his sex tape. Sorry if that's a spoiler, but I think that's the only answer. Julian
0: fucked Magnolia on an elliptical. Do you know the balance it takes to do that? Yeah, but we're married. So you could fuck. We can fuck. We're fucking. Me and Julian are fucking. Okay, you know what? I will say kill BJ However, I love BJ, disclaimer, but I think you made a good point. Like, I can't even picture, like, having sex with him because of Magnolia. Like, he is Magnolia's. And we also haven't really heard much detail about how he fucks. And I think because he is Magnolia's. So we'll kill him. I think I'm going to marry Julian and fuck Christian. So you're going to do exactly what I did. Because it was the right answer. Okay, I thought you switched Julian and Christian.
1: No, I said oh my marry God. Julian so we could be gang queens and fuck Christian because he fucks like a porn star. I just kind of got excited at the thought of that. Of <laughs> fucking Christian? And Julian at the same I time. I tell you, I want to go to Paris. <laughs> I want, literally. I know, I know. <laughs> I have been saying I would love to go to Paris with Julian Hates and Christian Hems, and it pains me that I will never, that will never happen. Because, because they're, not they're not real.
0: real. <laughs> Guys, if this does not give you any indication that you need to read this series, like, please, 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 we are begging you, we are begging you, read Magnolia Parks. Like, oh my god. Do you know what the funniest part about this is, though, is that
1: the Magnolia Parks series is closed door. Like, you... You yep. don't get explicit sex scenes in these books, but you she makes you want to fuck these men. Oh, yeah. She
0: doesn't need to be explicit to make you <laughs> want it. And that is talent right there. She <laughs> slams the door right in my face and I'm standing outside with my ear to the door. I'm telling you what. Yeah. Oh, Ugh. and also,
1: if you didn't listen to it, the episode before this, we had an interview with Jesse Hastings. We haven't had it yet. We're doing it tomorrow. Yes, we're scared. And we're very scared, but I hope that, like, that between that interview and these answers, like, you're convinced to read this series, because what the fuck are you waiting for?
0: Literally. Honest so to God. That's, that's all I have to say about it. Anyways, okay.
1: when do you read, if you haven't read it, Emily? Emily said she's going to read The Daisy Hates, The Great Undoing, tonight. I don't know if that's true or not, but you'll want to go to Paris to. even
0: more with Christian and Julian. Yeah, I do need to read Daisy Hates, too. And I'm going to tonight, because, like she said, we're talking to just tomorrow. So I'm going to do it. Okay. Moving on. Moving on. Um, you can pick. Okay. This question came in and it said, have you guys read the after series by Anna Todd? I have read the after series. I read that in, I believe 2021. And that was one of the first series that ever ruined my life. When I finished the series, my husband came home and found me sobbing in a ball on my living room floor. So I would absolutely recommend this series for anyone listening. <laughs> it um it gets a lot of hate. I'll be honest with you, but whatever. It's my yeah. guilty pleasure.
1: I've never read it, but I've seen a couple of the movies, and I hear, heard the movies suck. I mean, oh I my god! Book, but yeah, that's usually the case. So, but yeah, I've never read it. Maybe I'll read it one day. It's not like high up on my TBR or anything, though.
0: That's fair. But if you watch the movies, they fucking suck. Do not, they do not, they're not even the same plot. It's so different. That's typically what happens, isn't it? Yeah. Okay, just Okay.
1: Let's see. <laughs> <laughs> I'll skip that one. <laughs> Please do. Is there anything you refuse to read? Author, genre, anything? Um... um. I don't think so. Like, I think refuse is, like, a strong word. Like, if they're, like, racist or homophobic or whatever, like, I'm probably not going to read their books and support them. So that would probably be the only thing. But other than that, the only genre, like, I don't want to read very often is nonfiction.
0: Yeah. Or, like, a I, memoir. I agree with you. I there's no, there's no author genre I just, like, refuse to pick up. I, I definitely don't ever have the urge to pick up a nonfiction historical fiction really isn't something I like sci-fi but refuse is a pretty like I, I don't refuse to read anything so I don't well, know I never refuse to read never. pretty
1: much everything because I'm a mood reader so if I don't want to read it <laughs> then I'm gonna refuse yeah fuck them <laughs> we're not reading
0: that Okay, let's do a couple more before we talk. Well, We could probably just go through this whole list because we don't have much to say about this. That's while. what I was saying. That's why. yeah.
1: Okay. Okay. What's your best pot? Oh, it was your question, wasn't it? Yeah, you just go ahead. You just, okay. and I'm the one who this likes to actually- monologue. Okay. Well, I got excited because this is actually <laughs> one of my friends, Samantha's Doodles. She Ooh. is, she's local to me. She's the one that made our keychains for us for Aww. Christmas. Aw. Okay, yeah, go ahead. she asked what's your best podcast memory so far and your most embarrassing I think anything that I'm we're embarrassed by I just cut out so we'll never tell you you'll never know (laughs)
0: <laughs> yeah, I think my most embarrassing, absolutely, I think anything that I probably think back and like, oh shit, I should not have shared that with the public, just does edit out. I also think when we interviewed Tessa Bailey and how I literally was a lump <laughs> on a fucking log, like that was kind of embarrassing looking back on it because I just sat there shaking my head. Um, So I guess that, but my best memory, I honestly, I think interviewing the authors have been so surreal to me Mm -hmm. like when i started bookstagram like i never thought that i would be talking to some of my very favorite authors um and and i think any episode we record Jess and i just have a lot of fun like i always get off an episode and i'm like that was such a good time like today i'm starting my day in a positive way like as much as i was tired like like i'm gonna feel good after this because i had a lot of fun doing it so i don't know if one memory stands out but i just think in overall like this is so much fun to do
1: yeah I agree. I would agree with you 100%. I don't know that I have the most embarrassing moment yet, but I'm sure it'll happen um, because I cut everything out. But Mm -hmm. I would say, (laughs) I don't know. I think Tessa Bailey was such a surreal moment for me just because, like, I think all of the authors that we're interviewing are great, but I think Tessa Bailey is probably the most well-known author out of all of the ones that we've done, just because the others are more, like, indie authors, Uh and I think that, for me, was just, like, what the fuck? Like, she's gonna come on the pod, like, we're gonna talk to Tessa Bailey, like, that's insane, like, so that was a surreal moment, but I just think the best memory is honestly... When we first started the podcast, just, like, fucking figuring things out and having to record over and over and over again. Oh, my God. So many times. I think In My Dreams, I Hold a Knife is still, like, one of my favorite episodes just because it was our first one.
0: Yeah. And we, guys, we recorded that so many times and it's, it's an hour long. It's over an hour long. So we recorded that, what, four or five times? Like we spent hours of our life recording this episode because we were trying to be so structured and like we had notes and now we, we just like literally talk. We wing it. Yeah. yeah, It's so crazy. We were nervous. We were so nervous, but that was a good time. That was, that was exciting.
1: Okay, her next question is what are you most excited for this year for Friends with Books?
0: I I think that this year is just going to I think in the past 4 months with Friends with Books, we've done so much and I feel yeah. like we have so many great listeners and I feel like we really have like a solid group of people that we talk to and engage with and I think this year it's just going to continue growing, honestly. Like we we have a lot of exciting things, hopefully in the works with with authors. And like Jess and I like have exciting things that we wanna do. So I I don't have anything specific, but I just I have a good feeling that our the podcast is just gonna continue to grow and we're just gonna continue to have authors on and just engage with you guys. I just I feel really excited for where it's gonna go. Don't know where, but I feel like it's gonna be good.
1: Don't know where. Um, I totally agree with Emily. I think the authors that we're trying to line up this year are really exciting. And I think that the guests that we're going to have on, some bookstagrammers are super exciting as well. And I think just overall, just, I think we're starting this year feeling like more seasoned podcasters, even though we are continuously messing up. Yeah, always. (laughs) (laughs) But I think... That I'm just excited to continue to like grow the podcast, grow our skills, grow our comfort level, and yeah. see what happens.
0: I totally agree. Couldn't agree more. Um. Okay. Let's see. Oh, this one's an easy one. Do you recommend Kindle Unlimited? A thousand percent. <laughs> I think we should do a full episode on Ku and
1: Kindle. Yeah. Honestly,
0: Let well, in, us in know the meantime, if interested. yes. Yes, we both strongly recommend Kindle Unlimited. Jess has a post on her personal page all about she's doing like a Kindle series and about Kindle Unlimited. And it's really, really helpful for anyone new to Kindle. But a thousand times, yes, we recommend Kindle Unlimited. One million times. Ask another one since I asked like seven in a row. Yeah, you're so selfish. Okay. (laughs) Um, (laughs) What is your favorite movie adaptation of a book? that's a tough one I know I would
1: say this is tough because books are really hard to adapt for me and to get right but yeah personally I think Where the Crawdads Sing was done really well I would say it's that one just because also I will say like I read Where the Crawdads Sing like three years before the movie came out. So it it wasn't fresh in my brain. And I think that's the best way to go about any adaptation is like you have the hype because you're like, I read this book, but it's not like so close together where you're comparing everything because inevitably it's going to be different. So I would say Where the Crawdads Sing.
0: I agree. That's kind of where my mind first went to, I think, because that was maybe the most recent one to the movie I just saw. I was the same way though. I read the book pretty like 2 3 years but before the movie came out. And so from what I remember, it was really spot on and I think it was really well done. There are so many upcoming to movie adaptations mm-hmm. this year coming up though I think since Ooh, let me do listen, let me
1: do let me do something for you Emily oh. has a really great post on her bookstagram about some adaptations that are releasing really <laughs> soon and I she's probably gonna do an this is gonna be a series on her page and
0: <laughs> it is really now <laughs> it's really informative you should check it out Thank you. But yes, there are so many book to movie adaptations coming out, and I'm really excited for all of them. I think since books have become so big, I think that producers and directors and authors are way more involved than they've ever been. I don't know that for sure, but I think so. I mean, It Ends With Us is coming out. They literally flew readers out to read the script before they even started filming it. Like, Daisy Jones and the Six. I I know that's going to blow our minds. Like I know gonna that's going to be phenomenal. Yeah, yeah, One True Love's. I just I feel like there's so many adaptations coming out, and I think they're going to be more well done than any have been in the past, just because of how big reading has become. So I'm excited about that.
1: The majority of Taylor Jenkins Reid's books are being adapted to film. Malibu Rising, Seven Husbands of Evelyn Hugo, Daisy Jones, Seven One True Husbands. Loves, oh my god, like she has, I think, eight books and four out of eight of them now are being adapted.
0: So I'm sure yeah. that I'm sure Carrie will get adapted, too. That's so That's why. So we actually asked TJ Artico on the podcast and then we were immediately shut down. But you know what? I get it. She's a busy lady. OK, so yeah. it's fine. I feel like if we ask
1: in like a year, it would be a different yeah. answer, maybe like two years, because like this is like The time where she's fucking doing press tours for daisy jones and the six and she's like going to movie premiere so we'll shoot our shot in a couple years why (laughs) did we even ask right now we were not thinking correctly we don't ask anyone at a good time we're like oh you're releasing a book in two days fucking message you now oh you released a book yesterday (laughs) here let's ask barking at they're picking up the garbage sorry everyone
0: (laughs) if you have dogs you get it (laughs) they just like to they want to be known to lily's done this so many times okay your turn let's
1: do alcoholic drink of choice
0: um i would say probably a spicy margarita or like a jalapeno marg I think that's definitely what I'd go for. And if I'm just at a bar, I would probably get like a Tom Collins. Don't even know what's in it, but I'm real into those right now. It's gin. I know it's gin, and there's like a sugar packet in it and some lemon juice or sours or something like that. And it'll get you fucked up real quick. We'll get one when we go
1: out this weekend and I'll try it.
0: Okay, perfect.
1: Okay. Um, I would say for me, it's definitely some sort of margarita or mm-hmm. an espresso martini if I'm feeling really fancy. Like, if I'm going out to... It depends where I'm at. Like, if I'm going to, like, a nice, like, bar or, like, a dinner in a bar, then it's, like, an espresso martini. But if I'm just trying I to see. get, like, fucked up or at home, it's probably, like, a margarita. Yeah. Um, but I don't Marks drink a ton. so good.
0: Yeah. Okay. Last one. Let's pick a good one. Um some of these i'm actually just not even gonna read because we would both be jailed okay this one is we've talked about this before but i think it's a good way to end it how did jess and emily meet oh we met on instagram and it was not love at first sight i mean it was for one of us Uh, well and it wasn't me (laughs) We yeah. met on
1: Instagram. How fucking crazy is that, like, looking back?
0: Yeah, it is wild. If you're – if you kind of started – if you haven't listened to our earlier episodes, Jess and I, like she said, met through Bookstagram. I used to message her all the time wanting to be friends with her, and mm-hmm. she would either just, like, like it or, like, one-word me or something, and I was like, the vibes are not vibing, and so – I stopped trying, and then we both took a break, and then we came back, yep. and we just, like, fell in love together. It happened very it really quickly. Yeah, it was did. It, it was love at first sight the second time around. It was love at second sight, I would yeah. say. And, and I yeah. would
1: say we've been talking literally every day for the past year.
0: Yeah, there hasn't been a day, I think, that we've literally just not spoke. There's been some less than others, like when Mercury's in retrograde. Right. Um, but overall. But we still talk, at least once a yes. day. Even
1: if it's just, like, a good morning or, like, midday, are you mad at me?
0: <laughs> yeah, why do you hate me? <laughs> no, yes. Yeah. So if Bookstagram does anything for you, you could just meet your best friend. I don't
1: know. How fucking wild is that? I still I can't get over that.
0: Like, there is right. one more question. Right. I just, we don't have to answer it, but someone asked tips if you're new to Bookstagram or Booksta, and I won't get into that. However, we have an entire episode on if you're being new to Booksta, like our tips and tricks mm-hmm. to Bookstagram. Um, and a lot of people, not to toot our own horns here, have said it was pretty helpful and even yeah. like made Bookstagrams and like <laughs> tagged us. So I think it's a great episode to look for or, you know, listen to if if you're interested in that.
1: yeah. There's a, like Emily said, there's an episode and then there's a guide as well. I've been, I've been sending to people if they ask me like, what are your tips? Because honestly, those are all of my tips. <laughs> yeah, I
0: have nothing left to give um, you. Um,
1: anything else I don't have. But I, I know we said those are the last questions, but I want to know, um, Lindsay asked what order from Zodiac Academy you would be. And she asked me, you to assign me one. I don't know, Lindsay, if you know this, but I actually have read four of the books and I know what my order would
0: be. What would your order be? No, I want you to assign me one first. Oh, I'm going to assign you. Okay. I think that as much as, well, I'll do me first. As much as I would want to be something badass, like a lot of the characters are, I would probably be a wolf like um, Seth because he just loves to cuddle and loves attention Aww. and loves love. So no, I yeah, would you'd be a wolf. Yeah, no, I would be a wolf for sure. And I'm surprised that he is not a cancer in the book based on like how much he just loves affection and stuff. So <laughs> I think that I would be a wolf and i think that you would be a vampire because i think oh. vampires can be kind of moody um and they just like drain the life out of people. <laughs> what the fuck <laughs> okay i think
1: if there's anyone in this friendship who is moody it's you i have moved, i have i have very predictable moods when i'm on my period or when mercury is in retrograde other times i'm fucking happy as a clam
0: I am literally. You know what? This is. Let's have this conversation (laughs) off air. I'm kidding though. What do you think? I don't think you are. I think I'd be a
1: Pegasus.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Okay, complete opposite direction. No, that's good. Just full of glitter and and just bedazzled penises. I just
1: think like just (laughs) Geraldine is the funniest. So I just that's what where my brain goes.
0: Geraldine is so fucking funny. I love her. I didn't Anyways, have enough time to think about that, Lindsay. Let me think on it, and I will get back to you because I, I need to. Th- I do stick with mine, but Jess, I need to. I need to think about. I so
1: think, I'm sticking with Pegasus. Let's get into the
0: shit ass book. Yeah, we'll put a disclaimer. Honestly, when we do when we put this episode out, to skip to the 40 minute mark. <laughs> yeah, let's do that. <laughs> okay. Yes, like Jess said, we read Every Last Secret by A. R. Tour. Um, do you want to do the plot? Do you want me to do the plot? What do you? No,
1: I'll do. I'll do Go the ahead. plot. Go do ahead you do want it. to do? Okay. So yes, we read every last secret by A. R. Tour. And this book is like a mystery slash thriller, I would say, but it wasn't very thrilling in my opinion. But that's yes. the tea for a little bit later. This book is a dual POV, and it follows Cat and. Nina, Nina. And Nina. It (laughs) follows Kat and Nina. And... No, you do the plot.
0: Okay. (laughs) So... like Jess said, this is a mystery slash thriller and it basically follows two women, Kat and Nina. One is very well off. She's married to a successful Mm. businessman and she kind of just like runs the rich women's society. Truly. She is just like the cat's ass. No pun intended. And then mm -hmm, and Nina and Matt move into the neighborhood and they are basically social climbers or at least Nina is. She wants to be what Kat is and she's a seductress and she makes her living off of basically seducing men and then getting money out of them essentially and so the story starts off where someone's husband is dead and we follow it goes back in time three months and we follow throughout the story figuring out what happened so it's kind of a mystery in that aspect um but that's basically it yeah that's basically
1: the gist of it so if you have fuck if you haven't read, <laughs> what? I was I was scrolling back to the top of our messages to see if I really like ignored you. And I accidentally, I was like literally to February of 2020, 2022. And then I actually pressed back. So,
0: oh, you did ignore That's me. I know you did. <laughs> it's a sign to not continue that. But
1: anyways, yeah, that's what this book is about. And if you haven't read it and you maybe want to read it, just stop listening because we're going to get into all of the spoilers in this episode, as we always do. Yes. Um, but this book is uh, 289 pages. So it's a relatively quick, quick um, read. And she's a quickie. She's a quickie. And on Goodreads, it has a 4.01 out of 77,000 rating. So, that's honestly, like, a pretty good score, I would say. Um, And I think we mentioned it, but this is Dual Point of View, and we get one chapter from Will, who is Kat's husband, and then also one chapter from a mystery man
0: slash hitman. Oh, yeah, I forgot about that person. Yeah. Um, well, to kick us off, as usual, did you like this book, just?
1: Yeah. So, okay. <laughs> <laughs> I liked it more than The Perfect Marriage. I didn't love it. I didn't hate it. Like, I hated The Perfect Marriage. This may
0: be shocking to Emily. I just felt kind of meh about it. Like, no, I... No, I'm actually trying to remember what The Perfect Marriage was about. Oh, she, she, the killer. Okay, okay. Never mind. The mistress. Yeah. The okay. Yeah. Sorry, go ahead. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I felt mad about it. Like, I didn't... I
1: thought the writing was much better. And I don't know why I keep comparing it just because this is like, whatever, I'll stop. The writing was, was fine. Like I was kind of engaged in it, but then I felt like nothing was happening. Also, this book has cheating in it and I am not a cheating trope, girly. I really struggled with that. I almost DNF'd it because the way Will acted And Treated Cat, I was just like, I can't read this anymore.
0: Yeah. I did not like this book at all, Um, to be honest with you. I actually wrote these notes this morning because while I was reading it, I truly did not have a thought. Like, Mm -hmm. if you follow my bookstagram, you'll know the way that I review books is I'll put like my thoughts on my review. I could not tell you one single thought I had while reading this book besides like I just didn't like it. Um, I guess to off what Jess said, the cheating trope really doesn't bother me in books. I, you know, I could, I could take it or leave it. I'm not saying that's one of my favorite tropes. In this book, though, it particularly, particularly pissed me off. I think because mm-hmm. I hated Nina and I just, I I didn't love, I think that Kat and William had their own struggles in their marriage. And so when he cheated on her, it, it just sent me into a little bit of a rage the way that it Mm. happened because i think nina was also just so unlikable so so unlikable yeah and you knew that she she didn't even like him like she just wanted to get with him to climb that social ladder you know what i mean so it wasn't even like not that i condone cheating if you like the person but i'm just saying like (laughs) like a little bit better than yeah technical difficulties
1: okay sorry about that if this sounds fucked up um I don't know what happened. Emily, Blame Emily it on froze me. and then we had to like exit and come back. But we are going to try and pick off where we left off. So pick up where we left off. So Will was just annoying for me as Nina was because even though like Nina is this seductress and she is probably like the most annoying person you'll ever meet because she's literally fucking delusional and she's supposed to be like this like psychologist or whatever. That's a that's a, something to talk about. Isn't that? Will was, for me, like, the way he would literally, like, go kiss Nina and then come home and kiss Kat and then gaslight Kat and be like, nothing's going on between me and Nina. Like, what are you talking about? And make her seem, like insane just like frustrated the fuck out of me i
0: totally agree i actually didn't mind will at first because i really thought i mean i saw where the direction was going i knew that i was going to end up not liking him but at first he was kind of like the doting husband like they seemed really in love and i think also that's why i didn't not that i ever liked the cheating trope but i think that's why it pissed me off even more because it's not even like they were unhappy like he did it for his ego like it's just like what like i just he pissed me off so bad I don't know. I'm, like, a little confused
1: as to, like, if they were actually happy or if
0: that's something that
1: Kat was just saying. Because, like she said, like, she thought he was cheating on her with the secretary and, like, almost left. So... But then she was like, oh, he would never cheat on me. Like,
0: that's what she kept saying to herself and to Nina. Yeah. So I was a little confused there. I do think they were actually happy because they were, like, like even in the chapter we got from William, he said, like, I love her. I love her more than I did. yesterday. I love her more. And, you know, you cheated on her. Do you love her? But I do yeah. think that they were, at face value, happy and in love. I just think that, like... They also were fucked. Like he she stayed with her cheating husband. I think that she stayed with them because she even said, like, I'm never gonna lose him. Like she kind of yeah. climbed that social ladder too. Like, and she even said so many times in the book, I had to lie, scratch, and crawl my way to the top. And that's another thing I didn't like. What did you do to get there? Like we heard right. it so many times, but like what did you have to do to get where you're at? Like I don't understand. Right. And did you actually like will from the beginning or was it
1: a similar situation to Nina? Like, where you're just, like, using him. So that was confusing, too. Could have used clarity there. I think also, like, in general, Will's relationship with Nina irked me so bad. Like, if it is, you're clearly, like, spending way too much time with her. She's supposed to be your, not your co-worker, like, your subordinate, I guess. Yeah. And you're, like, going on runs with her and going to lunch with her. And your wife is literally, like... Your relationship is making me uncomfortable, and you're like, I'm going to do it anyway. Just disregards her.
0: The fuck you will. Divorce. Literally. Divorce right now. Literally. Yeah. I guess not even talking about specific plot lines, but just overall, I found the book very, very predictable. I will say, I think about 25% of the way through, I did read the last chapter, because I just wanted to see if anyone was actually dead, <laughs> and because the first chapter, you thought someone was dead. Like that's how it started. off. I thought Cat was dead. No, I thought. Well, I thought that Matt was dead because she was interviewing Nina, and she was like, "This is your the pictures of your husband or something like that." Like, why? When did you know you wanted to kill your husband? And so I started. Oh, that getting- was not the first chapter. Okay, so I think that, like, 25% of the way through, I got anxious because I wanted to know if someone was actually dead. And so I did read the last chapter, and I knew everyone was alive, but I really didn't understand what the last chapter meant because I didn't read the rest of the book. Um but I just thought the plot was very predictable. Like, I just thought the more that we read it, there was nothing surprising to me. I don't think it was twisty. I don't think it was turny. I don't think that I was on the edge of my seat at all. I think Kat and Nino were both whacked as fuck, and they were just trying to out-crazy each other. And mm-hmm. at the end of the book, Kat clearly won.
1: Yeah, so I disagree a little bit. I was a little bit surprised at some of it. So I will say, like, obviously, I knew that Kat was doing some stuff to like try and push Nina out but Mm -hmm. like I didn't see her hiring a hitman to like try and kill Matt I didn't see that happening like I didn't know what was gonna happen obviously we know like something happened but I didn't see Nina hiring a fucking like fake hitman
0: Oh, I, I knew that I called her. that specifically. No, I did not. <laughs> I just knew I knew Cat <laughs> was behind it all. Like did I know what she was going to do? Like did I know she was going to take the screws out right. of the railing and hire a hitman? No. But I no. I wasn't surprised when we found out she I, was behind yeah. it.
1: I so I thought like she was behind it. Like I knew she was working on something. I didn't know what. Like even when she was poisoned with the lemoncello, like I didn't think Cat poisoned herself. I was, I was like, yeah, I
0: agree. Yeah.
1: With poisoning Nothing was herself. surprising
0: to me. I saw everything
1: coming. No, Excellent. you know what?
0: I, okay, I guess let me rephrase. I'm just saying that at the end, it wasn't surprising to me that Cat was behind everything. Okay, because I, I think lied. she was working behind the scenes to do all of this, and it just was like, I I do say that the um, antifreeze that did surprise me. I did think that Nina was behind that. So when I found yeah. out that Cat, that just proved how fucking crazy she was to drink. <laughs> the freaking
1: anti-freeze by herself
0: but and and I mean do
1: acting so weird after like yeah. she was like no like you don't need to go to the hospital like it sounds like she just threw up blood so she should probably go to the hospital
0: right yeah and also
1: like yeah honestly I didn't see a lot of that like stuff coming like I said like I knew Kat was doing something did I think she was behind all of this little all of the little things that happened like No, i thought nina was had more of an active role other than just trying to fuck her husband because nina thought she was like some fucking genius she was like she did ever gonna see this coming but it's like you're just trying to fuck fuck her husband and kat is literally ruining your life like i thought there would be more from nina
0: no, that's a good point. I guess I shouldn't say that I saw everything coming. I just didn't think it was – I thought it was very anticlimactic when it did. Like, nothing shocked me. Like, I wasn't like, oh, my God. Right. No way. It just – Like, I they were both crazy. So, at the very – it it. I almost feel like I needed Kat to be more, like, level-headed through the entire book. So, that way, at the end, when she was behind all this, it would have been more like, oh, she's a crazy bitch. But I feel mm-hmm. like we saw glimpses of her being nuts, like – during the book so it just wasn't that surprising to me
1: so i just thought it was boring i don't know i feel like if it were if the twist was like it was matt or something like that really would have thrown me like matt was the one like poisoning cat because he knew but also yeah agreed yeah i would say like my overall feeling of this was just like kind of bored and annoyed
0: but Mm -hmm. i will
1: say like some of it got me like some of it i didn't expect
0: yeah i think that um Another, like, qualm I had is Kat and Nina's chapters, like, they didn't have a distinct voice. Like, I sometimes would be in the middle of a chapter and forget what point of view I was reading from because they sounded so similar. Like, I just don't, like, they were both kind of, like women who were rich slash wanted to be rich, very spoiled, irrational, delusional. And so I just don't think their, like, characters were, like, developed enough, enough individually. Like, they just sounded the same to me.
1: Yeah. Maybe that could have been intentional because, again, like, we know that Kat, like, had to, like, crawl and scratch her way to the top. So maybe it was intentional that, like, Nina is just essentially Kat again and Kat knows that and that's why she wants to get rid of her. But I think I could tell Nina was definitely more unhinged than Kat when she, in her chapters, I felt. But I guess Kat was just unhinged because look at all the fucking shit she did.
0: Right. I will say, too, another thing that kind of bothered me, and I've talked about this before, I don't like when authors will put something in a book just to say it's in there. Like, I don't think, I don't like when authors put, like, mental health rep in a book, but then Mm. don't really, like, discuss it enough to, like be compassionate towards it or, you know, they throw in like a person of color just to say that someone's in there. And I don't like how she brought infertility into this book. I thought it was just like Mm. not well done at all. I think the chapters that she wrote, like it was discussed like three times, you know what? Like I just didn't like that aspect of it. It didn't change the story at all. Like if they took, if she took that aspect out of there, nothing would have changed like Mm -hmm. at all because she wasn't talking about how it affected her and Matt's or her and Will's relationship and then at the very end to bring up like he's ready to have a baby and sign adoption papers but I'm not the end like I just felt like what where is this coming from like I didn't like that at all
1: yeah no I feel that it definitely wasn't like you didn't get everything but like looking back like that's truly the only like glaring issue that Kat and will had in their relationship is that like he really wanted to be a dad and she couldn't have a baby so like but it wasn't done out like if that were the case and like you want to play on that then it should have been like he fucks nina and she gets pregnant like that you know what i mean
0: like something like that I totally agree, and I think that's why I did the cheating aspect bothered me so much, because, like, he was also just so willy-nilly, like, he literally fucked Nina without even a condom, came in her, meanwhile, your wife's at home, apparently, can't get pregnant, like, I just felt like, I I just think it was, I know this whole book was, I hate to use the word distasteful, because it's fiction, but I just, I didn't like the way it was written, and that could be just me, but I just, I didn't like that, like, that, that irked me, it felt gross. Yeah, yeah,
1: agree. I, I mean, I don't know what else to say about this book. I thought it was, like, a weird <laughs> that, it, what?
0: It's just I don't have much to say either.
1: <laughs> okay, here are some of my notes. Why did Kat buy Nina a vibrator? Like, you could have got her, like, a pair of earrings <laughs> in that box. You could have got her, like, a gift card. Why did you buy her a vibrator? Like, that.
0: So she could use it with your husband. (laughs) I forgot she did that. Well, Okay, you know what else? Okay, I thought that was weird too. I actually had to reread that because I was like, wait, what's happening right now? She handed you this viber in front of Will and Matt and no one said anything. They're just like, yeah, like you're going to love this so much. Um, And then another thing too, this did surprise me, how she had cameras in the boardroom. Like she saw them fucking. Like she knew it happened. Did you not yeah. know that? <laughs> Your
1: face. No, I knew she had to go to the boardroom, but also like like I said, like the shit Kat was doing, like I just didn't expect it. Like yeah. I didn't expect for her to go those lengths of like what the fuck
0: Yeah I didn't like it. I thought it was boring. I think every character there's no one you were really rooting for besides Matt and like I just pictured him as like this little chubby balding man who just like loved his wife so much and she I think she truly did love him. Like I think well I think she loved the security she had with him but Matt was the only one that like I felt bad for. But then at the end, I was like, thank God you grew a pair of fucking balls. You're leaving her. You have a backbone. And then he was like, I'm actually just going to walk into Best Buy and take her back. She worked at Best Buy? I thought she worked at a grocery store. No, she was wearing khaki pants and a blue shirt. That's Best Buy. (laughs) (laughs) I don't know. I didn't like it at all. I have two more points.
1: Why the fuck? (laughs) Why the fuck did Nina not just ride in the ambulance with Matt? Like, why did Will have to drive her?
0: Because she was crazy. Because she was fucking nuts. They wanted to put them together. Like, I think she was just trying desperately to get those moments of them alone together. Like, I just... Why couldn't she get a fucking rental car?
1: (laughs) No, if I were Kat... Here's Mia's Cat. actually. Let me tell you how this shit would have went down. I would have said to Nina... Bitch, back the fuck away from my husband. I don't like how you are acting.
0: Yeah,
1: stay in your lane. We're not doing dinners anymore. I don't want to be your friend. Go to work, do your shit. Be the cheerleader for the company. Come home, mind your fucking business. I love that's that. how it would go. And I then I would say,
0: you,
1: you know what? I am gonna go to the hospital with Nina. I am gonna take Nina. And Will would say no, but I, and I would say no. You go sit down. I am gonna take Nina. You
0: little dumbass bitch. I love that. I think that's amazing. I think that if I were Kat, I would burn Nina's house to the ground. Um, and okay. then buy the <laughs> land and extend my pool onto that property. And then I would probably definitely fire her. Yeah. I wouldn't yeah. even. No. Don't even go to my company. You're fired. You fucking cunt. And also, too, yeah. I'm divorcing you and taking half your money because I know that you're like it. So mm,
1: that's bitch. what I would do. Look at this.
0: We're strong women. Meanwhile, (laughs) I'm like, Tim!
1: Tim loves it!
0: (laughs) (laughs) Alright, that's all I have for this shit. What did you rate it, actually? Um, (laughs) So, I rated it, when I first finished it, I rated it three stars. Don't even know why. That was very generous. And the more I thought about it, I ended up rating it two stars. So going to my guide, you won't see a ton of reviews on my page with two stars. However, if I do give out this rating, I really, really struggled with even finishing the book. It was truly just an unenjoyable reading experience and I probably should have DNF'd it. So Mm -hmm. I think I said it's at the beginning. I'm probably not going to review this on my page because I just don't have a lot to say about it. And I also don't like... This is just a me thing, but I don't like putting such negative reviews on my bookstagram account. I probably will, though, do it on Goodreads and just, like, maybe explain why I didn't like it. But two stars. Did not like it. I think that's fair.
1: I rated three, but I would probably say, like, a 2.5 is is more accurate. Um, Like I said in the beginning, I didn't love it as much as i wanted to dnf it like that was just when i got to the cheating trope of like will just like being off his rocker too and like getting into (laughs) nina um what sorry go ahead no i want to bring this up because i okay go ahead (laughs) okay but like the beginning of the book like i was engaged i wanted to see what happened the chapters were quick And then the end of the book, like, I did enjoy, like, seeing everything come together. And there was a few things that shocked me. But, like, there was some time in the middle where I was like, I can't do this anymore.
0: (laughs) I'm done. Can't do this. Um, Okay, this just came to me. But the night that the con artist or the, the gunman broke in to Nina and Matt's house, I think that night lasted 72 hours. From the point that they called the cops, the cops arrived. Kat and Will had their staff come out, make breakfast sandwiches, turn down the bed in the guest house, offer the police department (laughs) somewhere to stay. Matt literally fled the house. Nina was literally convicted of being a crazy stalker. Like, that night lasted for four days. Literally. And I just remember thinking, like, Do they know how police work works? Like these naps are, these cops aren't going to go take naps in the guest house. (laughs) Like what is, happening right now. I thought that was so, I mean, the whole thing was, well, actually, I don't think the whole thing was unrealistic. It did make me wonder, like, is this how the other half lives? Like, is this what, I did think that, like, it made me think, like, is this what just billionaire or millionaire women do and spend their time doing? I literally
1: have a note that says, I genuinely cannot even fathom how rich the windthrobs, wait, how rich the windthrobs are Like, you have a whole ass staff making flower arrangements
0: and French toast for detectives at 3 a.m. Literally! (laughs) Literally! And they called them out. They don't even live on the grounds. They called them out at 3 a.m. and they drove (laughs) there. I don't know. But I will say that it did... I think being, like... I think being, like, rich like that is so interesting to me because it just seems so fake and surreal. And so reading what these people do... And just spend their time at clubs and just stand outside with (laughs) binoculars. Binoculars staring at people. Like, is this truly, like, I would not survive in that world. I would never, I would not thrive. So. Right. Yeah. I don't know. Kind of off topic, but it did make me think that. I'm like, is this what these people do all day? Like, what the fuck? Okay. I mean, I would love to live
1: like that, actually. Bookmark this to have week. have the money. <laughs> Wait, what? Bookmark this week what breakfast food did <laughs> <laughs> the Winthrops make their staff make for the detectives?
0: I think that's great. Did we say? If not, just guess. Oh, yeah, I said it. No, I said it. I said
1: they were making flower arrangements and blank for detectives at you 3 a.m. Um. So let us know. Slide into our DMs over at Friends with Books Pod and tell us about the breakfast food. Bonus points if you tell us about what your favorite breakfast food is. True. And also, also, Emily, too- did you
0: pick bookmark no. from two weeks ago? So okay. I was just going to say, guys, <laughs> I, Emily, am in charge of like our social media account and I am supposed to pick bookmarked. And I'll be honest with you, I'm supposed to pick it on Wednesdays, but usually it happens the following Wednesday. Yeah. So if I don't announce it, I will get to it. I promise you. I have never not picked someone. It just might be a little delayed. So... Mm -hmm. I'm gonna start setting alarms for myself. So please slide into the DMs and I will I will pick someone. I promise you.
1: I told someone, I because sometimes I'll sometimes you're talking to Jess. Emily does like all of the posting, but sometimes I like want to be involved in the conversation and I'll read the messages and respond. And Emily gets mad at me for it. Um
0: Yeah. Because <laughs> she'll she'll open the message and then either one forget to respond and then I don't respond. Or two, she she'll respond and I'm like, wait, what the hell? I didn't even see that.
1: I like to be involved too. Whatever. I know. I know. But I told someone I was they entered bookmark and I was like, Hey, like thanks. Like I got your entry. Um, Emily is supposed to pick a winner tomorrow, but she probably won't and she'll just do it whenever she feels like it.
0: And then I said, Yes, that's very true. <laughs> <laughs> At least but I'm self aware. Yeah, at least you are. If you like this
1: episode and you want to continue reading along with us, our final read for March will be The Love Wager by Lynn Painter Kirkle. And we'll put out a poll at some time, at some point, um, asking what you all want to read in April. And we'll get our April reads on the schedule. That's I can't so believe crazy. that. That's, That's like so, so far wild. That's so wild. You know what the coolest thing is, is that we have been on such a delayed recording schedule for months now, and at this point, like, this episode's going live mid-March, and
0: it's February 28th when we're yeah. recording, so pop off. We're getting on, we're getting on the ball, not with bookmarked, but with recording, so I'll get right. there. yeah. Okay. Um, but I would say we are not, we are acquaintances with mm-hmm. Every Last Secret. I wouldn't say we're the best of friends. Um, that's fair. However, If you like this episode, follow us along on our um, Instagram account. That's where Jess just said we'll announce everything. Make sure you subscribe to wherever you listen to this on Apple, YouTube. Start listening to us on YouTube because um, then they'll start paying us. So,
1: (laughs) Yeah, do that. We're trying to be rich. Bitch, we're trying to get to the Winthrop sense. I was just gonna I want to
0: live like a Winthrop, okay? We got a long
1: way to go. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> but that's all for this week. Um, We will see you next week.
0: And guess what? We have a very special guest. We do. But we're we not going to tell you who. We're not going to tell you who, but it's a very <laughs> special guest. And we will be talking underrated books. So, I'm excited about this one. All right. That's, That's it. all
1: for now. Bye. See you later.
0: Okay, that reminds me the Hunger Games. <laughs> Yours was totally off. Whatever, bye. <laughs>